Listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline 713 780 3776. At Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter. Go ahead, reach out. If you want to give a Father's Day shout out, the, the mic is yours. At Josh Jordan 97.5, at Carlson Radio, at Jerry Boat Knows. We've been super sports heavy, right? So let's get into a, a couple of funny things. And something that I guess this might be funny, it might not. I don't know what to think of it, but OJ Simpson pops up again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if this is what I wanted him to be saying because I don't trust the guy one bit. I don't trust him. He just has that look, right? <laughs> yeah, I've heard rumors. Maybe not a great guy. <laughs> Maybe not somebody that you want to leave with uh, babysitting your grandma. Probably not. Probably not. And he took to Twitter this week to, I guess, announce that he's going to be making more appearances in the world that is the Twitter universe. Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. Now, coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there. So this one, at the real OJ32, is the only official one. So this should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. So God bless. Take care. Getting even to do? <laughs> what? <laughs> getting even to What is that? What are you going to Who and what? And who owes you anything? Like, who's done that? Who? <laughs> Welcome to 2019. Oh, man. OJ on Twitter. Is he going to be like the ultimate troll? It's going to be a train wreck. Of course, that's everything OJ. I mean, the last, what, 10, 20 years, it's, it's been a disaster. Even when he's been out, he's been doing stupid crap that's almost gotten him thrown in jail again. And now it's going to be documented on social media. <laughs> I just can't believe that. First thing I said, and I went through those comments, and people are just killing him. Oh, this is going to be great, dude. I mean... We're going to get so much content out of this. I think we're thinking about it completely wrong. Like, maybe he could be like another Jose Canseco. Maybe OJ will be taking people on tours to go try and find Bigfoot or Alien somewhere in, in Santa Fe or something like that. That would be fantastic. No, it's it's for sure going to give us con- uh, content all, all year long. But someone that's going to give us content leading up to football season, the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Hard knocks. That would probably be the team that I wanted to see it most with, right? This is brilliant. If you could pick any team to do a hard knocks with, it would not would it not be them? Absolutely. And what's everybody been saying since you know Gruden went back to coaching is they miss him on Monday Night Football, right? Now you get Gruden on TV again and talking football. This is going to be oh, it's going to be can't miss. You know what's funny about it though is that supposedly reports are that no teams wanted to participate in hard knocks this year, but they never do. They didn't. And, but it seems like, cause I loved when the jets were on there. You know, that was one of the ones yeah. that I loved. It was, it showed you another aspect, right? Yep. But to think that they say all the teams are saying, man, we don't want anything to do with it. So then by default, they said, well, the Raiders, the NFL's thinking, yeah, yeah, let's and, go at Oakland. And it makes a lot of sense, right? Because, you know, the Raiders are going to be moving. It's one of the reasons that, you know, the Antonio Brown thing made sense. They wanted to make a splash. How do you make a bigger splash? 
go on HBO, do Hard Knocks. I mean, it makes a lot of sense for them. And they they fit all the criteria. It hasn't done the show in 10 years? Check. Yep. Hasn't made the playoff in two years? Check. And doesn't have a first-year head coach? Check. Yep. Come on in, Oakland. <laughs> yep. And we are so happy for this. Vontes Burfecht. I mean, oh man, and Antonio Brown. I mean, it's gonna be. He's gonna run show. with this. Yeah. He's gonna run with this. In Pittsburgh, he would show up to his training camps in Rolls Royce, and you know, who knows what he's he's gonna show up on a helicopter. He probably will, and it, it's on brand for him, right? Like he did that that masked singer show, and didn't he do Dancing with the Stars a few years ago? I mean, this guy is he wants to get that brand out there and getting on HBO. That's a good way to do it. It's gonna be. It's going to be must-see TV. I can't wait. The last few hard knocks is I've been kind of, eh, they hadn't quite been as good. I think this one's going to be great. I think it'll be great. I can't wait. This is exactly what you're waiting for. Not, you, what's your favorite hard knocks of all time? Oh, man. That's tough. You know, the the fan in me really liked the Texans one because I got to see behind the curtain with, you know, Bill O'Brien and, you know, that was really interesting to me to see that. So probably the Texans won just because I'm a Texans fan. But, I mean, there's been a lot of good – the Jets won, like you said, was really good. And I think I've seen almost like every season. I remember watching the Cowboys one with, with Terrell Owens. That was pretty good, Old too. Old school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that one was real good, too, because, like I said, it pulls back the curtain. Or in, For example, on James Harrison, one of the Bengals, and he, he remember he wouldn't talk to any of the cameras. He yeah. would just turn back and he said, I don't I do not do those reports or whatnot. So yeah. it gives you another aspect. And I guess let's stay, uh, let's, let's stay with non-sportsy, I guess. And let's talk about there is a dead poker player. This I wanted to I wanted to bring this up a Russian they, I saw that they call her the sexiest poker player out there um, rest in peace to her she died in a bathroom accident yeah supposedly she was shocked and then uh, the trauma from the shock or made her fall and she hit her head yeah did you hear about that? I, I did and that made it kind of sound bad a bathroom accident it, it was it no was, no no it, yeah, not, I'm yeah, sorry yeah. yeah no I'm just messing with you but it, <laughs> it, yeah, it looks like she got electrocuted is what the deal is maybe the the hair dryer or something fell in the, the shower I'm not exactly sure I don't know if they've confirmed exactly what it was but what a way to go I mean you don't usually see stuff like that anymore but Man, what a shame. And yeah, I saw, you know, the pictures and she's pretty popular and yeah, attractive attractive woman. It's a shame, man. No, yeah, and supposedly she was also a gamer. She was big yeah. on Twitch. Yeah. She had a huge following and I uh I I brought it up because I actually had seen her as far as the she was huge into the poker game. She was oh, real yeah. smart. She went to college. She had a real nice degree and all. Studied math. Exactly. And used it for poker. Exactly. Instead of taking the that or that route, she said I'll use this to poker and she was she was really well off playing poker and again she was really attractive. That's why they she was known as the sexiest poker player out there and uh rest in peace to her on this day cuz cuz it's a terrible story that like you said that's a bad way to go out but you hear some of these stories sometimes, and a lot of people that do get shocked and don't end up passing out and hitting something with yeah. their head, but that could be anybody. And it makes you, you know, I have no evidence of this, of course, but it makes you almost think foul play, right? That's what you always think is, you know, you see, you see in movies, somebody's in the shower and somebody throws them a toaster or something, you know what I mean? So I thought that was kind of kind of strange. And, you know, with with the Russian background, you know, your your spidey senses start tingling, you know, it's like there's some kind of you know, underground, you know, activity going on, you know, something to do with this. 
I don't know, maybe some debts that weren't paid or something like that. And this is all speculation. It's just my mind starts going when I hear somebody die by being shocked to death in their bathroom. You know what I mean? Another crazy story, though, to, to piggyback off that, and some people don't really know what to say, is the David Ortiz this week. Oh, man. Right? And I bring that up now because I've seen video. I just saw a video last night. They got the guy that that shot him. Did they really? Okay. Yeah, he's in jail, or they have him locked up. And he says in Spanish, you know, me no Spanish. And he says, "I didn't mean to shoot him. It wasn't for him." But then you've heard reports. You've heard reports that say I saw one that said that Ortiz bought his alleged mistress that the the one that this is over a car the day before eighty seven thousand dollar car supposedly. Um, you don't do that for your friend. How true is that, though? But like I said, I'm looking. I, I sell the video. I'm looking at it right now, and the guy says on there, he says, it wasn't intended for Ortiz. They told me the color of the clothes, and that's what I went in there and shot. I shot that at the person that I thought it was. You know what, though? If I was him, I'd say that, too. You know how much now, people love Big Poppy? And, yeah. and, and that's another thing. Are you saying that now to, yeah. because you, 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 you realize that, how, yeah, yeah. this guy's When you love. face trial and you... Yeah, you don't want to say you tried to do that on purpose. He might as well not. They might as well not even give him a trial. No. He's, because if you do that to Big Poppy, then he's beloved. You're gonna live a, a long, long bad life in prison. No doubt about it. And I don't know if you saw Pedro Martinez. You know, he was a, a teammate of Big Poppy's, and he was on uh, the MLB Network. And you know, he kind of broke up a little bit. And, you know. Because he was worried about his friend, you know, and he was he was like, why would anybody shoot him? He's such a great guy. And and Pedro teared up a little bit. It was all over Twitter, and I believe it's on ESPN 97.5's Facebook page if you want to go check it out. I posted it earlier this week. But it was really touching. You know, those guys, man, they, I mean, they broke the curse together. You know, that was huge for the Red Sox to finally win a World Series. I mean, that was, and that was a fun team to watch, man. I watched a lot of Red Sox games when it was Big Poppy and Manny Ramirez and Pedro Martinez. You know, Big Poppy, great dude. We hope he's going to be okay. It looks like he's going to be okay. He's back in America now, it looks like. He came here and had yeah. some surgery, but it, it looks like I think he's going to be all right. You said touching and you said breaking the curse, and someone else that had a touching story was Drake this week. The, the celebration, and I guess he broke the curse as well. Yeah. The best speech ever. He fought. When we get back, we're going to play that. When we get back, we'll play Drake's speech. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. If you want to have a good time, just give me a call. Stop, stop me now. Have a You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. This is poetic. You just got to watch it happen. The 6-6, six and six, Kyle Lowry with the ring, Kawhi Leonard bringing a chip to the city. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. That dynasty's over. We did what we had to do. Praying for praying for Katie. Praying for Big Poppy. But tonight belongs to Toronto. Drake, what is this? Mean? Not, it doesn't mean it's not about what it means. You know what it means. 
you can, you can turn your cameras up to the screen and know what it means. We did this. We did this off a of heart. We did this off a of love. We willed this into existence. We manifested this. I told you the first time. People like to make memes. Make another meme out of this. It's beautiful. Look at my brothers up there celebrating it. It is what it is. You see what my hat says. Not finals. Not Easter conference. Not um, nice try. Or uh, see you next year. Champions. Let's go. Champions, let's go. You're listening to Moneyline, 713-780-3776 on a Father's Day morning. Josh Jordan, Andrew Carlson, my man Hector Dos Santos, and Jerry Bonos in the studio. I guess I got teared up listening to Drake. Drake, what was your favorite moment, like the biggest shot that he hit? That, what, what do you think was your favorite? <laughs> I got to go back and rewatch it then. He sounded, the man sounded like he played the game, right? He sounded like he was he just got off the court. It's ridiculous. He got a chip with the dip. What kind of dip do you think that is? Like a cool ranch or maybe like a guacamole or some queso, something like that? <laughs> he is something else. He is something else. When I heard this, I had to rewind it. Like, is that, does that sound like Drake? Because I said, that, is that Lowry was Drake's voice? What happened? <laughs> and Andrew was talking in our ear, like, how did Big Poppy get into this? He, he was just throwing everything. <laughs> Shout out Big Poppy. Yeah. Shout out HEB. You're like, did he, what does that have to do with anything? He just, I guess we got to let him live his moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. I heard him call out Clay after, and he said, uh, he said something about Clay. I'm gonna catch you uh, when when you're wakeboarding in your Quicksilver shorts this summer. I'm like, man, this is he is too much. He is man. He's the ultimate fan. And hey, he, they won, right? Finally broke the curse, the, the what Drake did, curse. What did you think, man, of the overall series? Then now that it's said and done, the way it played out, uh, Clay. Did you feel bad in your heart whenever you saw him go down? Yes, the sure. evil empire that is the Warriors. You can say, but. It hurts. It hurts because at that point, it's just like, man, this is too much. This is too you much. hate to see it with a long-term injury like an ACL. And, man, Clay was playing just balling in the series, man. Like, he was hitting some big, big shots. And remember, he was playing on that, that bad hamstring. You know, he had to miss a game because of that. And he still – and that might have contributed to, you know, how you compensate with other things in your legs when you have injuries. And then sometimes stuff goes. We saw that with Durant, you know, that the calf's injured and then the Achilles goes – that stuff happens. What's funny is I think we're going to see a lot of players that kind of really think about pushing through some of these serious injuries now that they see, man, these guys are going to miss a season because of it. I know a championship's on the line, but I think they're going to weigh this a little more heavily. Like, hey, is it worth it? And if I blow out my Achilles, am I going to help the team doing that? So a few things here, because what you say here, it makes sense. Now this opens up the landscape of, and and deservedly so, for a player to be able to say, hey, I got to make the best decision for me. Yeah. But then now you wonder because Kawhi has always been known as the good guy, right? Sure. And even this season, there was moments where he set out just to, 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 to be able to be 100% in that postseason. But then you ask yourself, what went so wrong in San Antonio? Was it him? Was it Pop? Because those are two guys that you like to think respectable, right, in their own ways. So who was it? Where did it go wrong? Did Pop... No, because then you even had Tony Parker have to have a, a team players only meeting and you're like thinking, Tony, Tony's a real guy. Like, I don't see Tony just doing this. So who was it? Because I, I, w I don't want to think it was Kawhi. But then again, is it Pop that was saying, man, I've been around this my whole life. You're a player like you need to get out there. Was Kawhi getting the wrong 
advice? I don't know. See, that's what I think it is. We see this a lot where it's the medical staff and the players. They have different issues. And the medical staff, they work for the team. You know, they want you to get back out there. That is, that's what they want. And look, we saw this with Trent Williams, you know, with the Redskins. We were talking about maybe the Texans should pick up the phone because Trent Williams was unhappy with the way the Redskins handled some of his medical issues and that he had some proof behind it, too. The, the Redskins have had more injuries and, and missed games for players than any other team in the league. So there's actually some some real evidence to the fact that maybe they don't know what they're doing over there. And it makes you think with with the Spurs medical staff, maybe they didn't have Kawhi's best interest at heart and he knew he wasn't right. Like, only you know your body. You know, you're in there. If, if it doesn't feel right, if you're not moving how you're used to moving, you're going to know that. And just because they tell you your MRI looks okay, that doesn't mean that you're right. So I think it's these medical staffs. Like, they're biased. And I mean, and aside from that, I think Popovich wanted Kawhi to be his next Tim Duncan. Sure. Yeah. Like, culturally, he was trying to mold him in that sort of fashion. And frankly, Tim Duncan, as great as he was, He's a very unique character. There aren't a yeah. lot of people out there like him. And Kawhi talked about this year was the most fun he's had playing basketball. I think that the whole Spurs system and Pop trying to mold Kawhi into the image that he wanted wasn't necessarily what Kawhi wanted. And that's fine. You know, there, it's probably there's a, something in the middle between all of these things that just sort of burned that bridge at the end of the day. And. Sucks for the Spurs because this is going to end up going down as one of the greatest trades of all time that the Raptors made that essentially won them a championship. What a bold move, too. You know, we'll see if he stays, but does it even matter if he stays? Like, you got your championship. You know, like, oh, he's Toronto legend, fans. Yeah, they say he don't even have to pay for meals. People no. are saying that he'll eat for free. Now, the internet, they ain't going to let you off the hook for a freezing cold take. And the Raptors, when they posted that this happened, July 18, 2018, official, we've acquired Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green from the San Antonio Spurs for DeMar DeRozan, Jacob, uh, I'm sorry, his last name, Potel, and 2009 protected first-round draft pick. And the comments that they, they got toasted, one-year rental, laughing out loud, uh, and did you have to slap DeRozan in the face on his way out? Another guy, I love Kawhi, but this is such a bad move. Kyle's going to be unhappy without DeRozan here, and he's going to be less motivated. So, same goes for Siakam. I mean, the people were to get rid of DeRozan. People were kind of like, "Whoa!" They were, but sometimes you have to take those chances. You know, like with Paul George, like nobody thought he would stay in Oklahoma City, but he did. So sometimes you bring your guy in the building, and you and they end up liking it, and they want to stay. I don't know if that'll be the case here, but doesn't matter. They won the championship, man. They got what they wanted. It just, uh, I hope, would, would you like him to stay? I, I think it'd be a good story if he stayed. And for the sake of the East also staying, yeah. you know, because the East was fun this year. And they're a good team. The man. Eastern playoffs yeah. were, were fun. They are. So, look, there'll be a lot of drama too if he does come to the Clippers. Like, that would be exciting. But either way, I'm cool with it. You know, I, it's fun to have a really good team in the East, you know, every year that, that has won a championship, not somebody that's just kind of, you know, made the playoffs and done okay. They went all the way. And if they keep that thing together, I mean, the Warriors aren't going to be anything next year. Do you, so. think, do you think Drake resigns? <laughs> do you, well, and you know, and it's all fun and games because what you see on TV, remember a lot of these dudes are putting on a, a front because 
Drake's got Warriors tattoos, you know, like for yeah. one of those games, he had an armband covering him. So he is tight with him. It just happened to be that it came up with against his love, the Raptors, and he ran with it. Yeah. So after the game, you wonder, you say, how do you get back to good terms with, say, the way he's talking on Clay or the way he's talking on KD? How do they get back to terms? And the phone call between Steph and Drake after the game was fantastic. Congrats, bro. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. It's a tough, tough one. Like, ah, nah. I, know, I hate I know. saying it. <laughs> I know. I know. You think you're going out, though. That's all good, though. Nice love. Oh, you already got the head. <laughs> Enjoy it, man. It's big time for you, you the whole nice. city, the whole, everybody. Y'all deserve it, man. Congrats. No, it's love. I'm going to see you this summer, brother. Best. Listen, love. Check it. You, you saw the KD, right? Yeah. I'm going to keep on it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know. Make sure you're Much love. Send my love. Send my love. Send my respect to the family. Tell Clay, even though he called me a the other day, it's all but that's like, <laughs> yo, enjoy yourself, man. All summer. I'll catch you. All right, and you see, it's all love after it's all said and done. It's funny because he said, you already got the hat? And Jack's like, yeah, I got the hat. You know me. But, again, what you see on TV, it's, I don't know so much about Draymond, though, because that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, but. These guys, they all hang out with each other, man, and and it just happened to be that their their teams went up against each other. But Drake, he's a he's a popper. He'll go for he goes from a lot of different crowds, and I guess let's see what's next from him. Yeah, it was interesting. It, it's I'm glad that they're you know they're getting along all right. I mean, I don't really care, but I don't need more Drake beef in the media. I'm good. I I think I've had my fill of Drake for a while. So well, I thought about it. and I was <laughs> like, was this it? And then I said, well, now we have to hear it because I saw it. This man was walking around with the trophy in Vegas. Of course he was. <laughs> at a pool party. I'm like, Drake's got the trophy at a pool party. Next time we see him, it's gonna be at the at the at the drop in the banner, right? So <laughs> Is he gonna get a ring? That's what, <laughs> don't hey, don't be surprised if Drake pops up with a ring. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. That's the way we're the, the, the he was massaging the coach. <laughs> like this is gonna be thought about for years. You had a guy courtside massaging the coach. Uh, saying He's practically on the training staff if he's massaging the coach. So he should get a ring, right? He should get a ring. He should get a ring. Big bets coming up next segment. Max Ooh, Copa wait. America. Me, you. Moneyline against them. Next. And I'm not. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. That's the sign of wolves, 713-780-3776. And we're about to eat. Let me take you to Copa America. Brazil, that's where the game's going down at. And I'm going to show you how to get some money. Paraguay, Qatar, Qatar, call them whatever you want. I call them losers because today, Paraguay's going to shine. You're telling me that Paraguay, a South American team, a Conmebol team, 
against a Qatar cutter that won the Asian Cup, and that's what they're looking. That's why that, they bought themselves into this. I don't work for FIFA, so I could say that. Corrupt is all it was. That's how they got into this tournament. And now you got going against a Paraguay team. Qatar averaged age 24 years old on that team. They care. Yeah, they won the Asian Cup. What kind of competition do they play, though? They had a 19 to 1 goal ratio. Who were they playing against? People that are that part-time soccer players. These guys are bakers, fishermen. <laughs> Paraguay's are winning. Paraguay wins today. Take minus half a goal, minus 125 Paraguay money line. Give me a little bit of Uruguay, Ecuador. An Ecuador team that's got a coach that says, a new coach that says, in Gomez, they said, I'm not even worried about the Copa America. I'm I'm here to, to qualify for the World Cup. And I'm going to use this tournament to get my team right. And you're going to tell me you're going to go up against Uruguay? A team that, that lives for this tournament? Man, give me Uruguay at, at money line again? You're just going to give me money? I know I've been good. I know I've been great as for the people. I've been a decent father. <laughs> and you're going to give me free money on Father's Day? Take it to the bank. Uruguay, Paraguay, both of them. Money line. Parlay it. I don't care. We're going to eat. Fire up the grill. Woo. Bring in some fire on this Father's Day, Jerry. You're going to take all those winnings and buy a, a sweet new tie. That's what dads all want on fire, Father's Day, right? For sure. <laughs> I'm old school with it now. But, hey, shout out to all the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day. I hope that uh, your day is pleasant. I hope that you got some cold beer ready to drink. I hope that you've been jamming out with us this morning. And I hope you enjoyed the interview this morning with Floyd Allen. It was fantastic. Oh. No, it was great. Definitely go back to Podcast Arena, check it out, click on Moneyline, you can listen to that interview. Also, watch us on Twitch. we got to tell everybody, ESPN975.com, you can watch the show every Sunday, watch us on Twitch, definitely check it out. If you would have been watching earlier, you could have seen Floyd come in here and do the interview. It was fantastic. So go check that out if you missed it. And you could see Andrew. He does push-ups in between <laughs> segments. You can't keep up. One time I was funny, he was uh, producing on the national side. I come in and I see a bunch of snacks everywhere, like... Like uh, like candy, you know what I mean? And I look, I'm like, I look, I said, this is you? I said, you know an injury expert can't eat like that. In case you didn't know, Andrew Carlson is our injury expert. Whenever football comes back around, he's the one that gives us all the breaking news on game days. Because the show's real laid back right now. If you're new to the show, it's laid back right now some. We try to give you football news. Try to hit the Texans some. Try to hit the Cowboys for our Cowboys people. But we can't just... Beat you to the ground on off-season football news on the Dak fart. You know what I mean? And yes, he's still farting. He's still waiting for that contract. But at the end of the day, we have to keep it moving. We have to keep it fun. And for the culture here at ESPN 97.5, we got to keep it funny for sure. So that's what we try to do every single Sunday. We do. And speaking of keeping it funny in, in NFL, have you seen the story of Cliff, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, the new Arizona Cardinals coach? Using, uh, at least at his days at Texas Tech, using fake social media accounts to keep tabs on his players. Man, that is smart. So how would he pull this off? So basically, you, you create a fake profile, put a, a, a cute girl as the avatar, have them follow the player on Twitter, maybe, you know, hey, hey slide into my DMs or whatever, right? And hey. then, then, yeah, then uh, the player follows back that account. Mm. And then guess what? You can see all their tweets. You can see all their mentions. Or if you they see, hit you back, yeah. you're like, this snake. Uh-huh. I mean, that's pretty brilliant, actually. No, it is. And this, remember, this is coming from a coach that's going to allow 
phones in between, what is it, practices? Yeah. Yeah, he knows these guys are addicted to their phones. So, and I think if this hire does work out, some of the things that we'll point to is he's a younger coach. The NFL's changing a little bit. He understands younger he players. It. He gets it. He's a, you know he's on social media. But too. does he get does he get the mind of a college at a kid? And he has to know the, the thin line between treating them as such to a grown man on the sure. other side that makes more money than you. That's going to be something that he'll have to. Because you know, when you give a little, they take a lot. So you'll have that. You'll have that that, that cell phone, and, and now, and what's to say that somebody one? It takes one guy to mess it up. Oh yeah, one guy taking advantage, whatever he does, and, and dealing with a college, a kid, his mind, and what his capabilities of being able to talk back and doing what to, to one of these grown men, being like, "Hey, I make more bread than you, man." I think it helps him, right? He's got some good leadership in that locker room. Larry Fitzgerald, Patrick Peterson. You know, he's got some some good character guys on that team. So, sure. you know, I, I think they'll be okay. But, look, there's always going to be somebody that pushes the boundaries, right? You, know, you need you, that, yeah. especially in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, you don't want a, a, a team of that has nobody that pushes. It's boring. And it feels about attitude, and you want that. That's what you need, especially uh, with your stars. At least some someone's going to have some kind of pull. And the – this team, we don't know what we're going to get. <laughs> no no doubt. And I think they're exciting. And I was listening to a podcast the other day, and, man, Kyler Murray is flying up draft boards right now. A lot of people you know, see that upside. Uh, you know, a lot of the players are saying, like, Kyler knows the offense you know, better than all of us because you know, he's played in a similar system when he was in college. So they might hit the ground running a little bit. Remember when Cam Newton hit the league, like he started ripping it up his first few games, throwing for over 400 yards because it's something the league hasn't seen yet. So it'll take him a while to adjust. But uh, no, I think it's going to work out for him. And I think Kingsbury's onto it. And it looks like he likes to have fun too. Like with this Twitter stuff, he also talks about once a year, they'll capture like the most absurd post like of any player on the team, and then they'll make a big presentation out of it and kind of make fun of the player in front of all their teammates just to have a little bit of fun, just kind of the, the dumbest tweet of the year kind of thing. So, you know, we'll see if that carries over into the NFL, but I think it's a good thing. If anything, if you're an Arizona fan, like you have some hope for this year, you know, and they should be at least exciting to watch. They're going to fling the ball around. So I, I I don't mind it. I think Kingsbury, he makes some sense. You know, a lot of these college coaches have done well. So we'll see how it goes. But if anything, they'll be fun to watch. We'll see how it turns out. I'm really excited about him, but kind of talking on Cam Newton and you said how he blew it up. But and maybe that's been a downfall with Cam, the amount of hits, the way he takes hits. And now that he got later in his career, he's taking hits in the pocket. And that's something that he's been so vocal about saying, I've released the ball and I'm still taking hits. But can Kyler Murray take hits? Because we've seen Lamar Jackson run it at a historical amount. Last, you know what I mean? The amount the attempts he had last year as a quarterback, but he's even built a little different. Can Murray take these kind of hits? Because I always think of it, I like I laugh when Raheel does his voice when he says, when he thinks of Murray, it's like, hey, you know, <laughs> and, and you think like when I could just picture Murray getting hit, just and you say, oh no, <laughs> and you know, and it's like, <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. Luckily, he's really good at avoiding big hits. He's good at avoiding contact. He's good at sliding. That baseball background, kind of like Russell Wilson, that helps him out. I mean, I you know I'm a, I'm a Longhorn fan. I had to watch him quite a bit play for for Oklahoma, and the guys just couldn't get that kill shot on him. And he'd run out of yeah. bounds real quick. You're like, just hit him. Yes. But uh, I'm the team has 
great pieces because you got a young team, but Fitzgerald. Yeah. And he's going to be – O.G. has got the right mindset. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's who you want to have to be able to mold. You know these guys will sit down. Classes in session. Yeah. Let's, let's, listen to Larry. No, and, and David Johnson, I think, is going to help him out a lot. I think he's going to have a big year. So it'll be interesting to see. It's it, They're at least a fun team this year. Before, they've just been kind of an afterthought. You know, you're like, ugh. You know, if – Think about last year. If a, if a Cardinals game was on Monday Night Football and you didn't have a big you know gambling play on it, you might be like, eh. Yeah, you no, know. But not. this year, you're like, I'm kind of I want to see oh, this. They're must watch, yeah, because you wonder if he's going to because he's a his skill set, his size. This is something we haven't seen yet, right? We've seen similar. Don't get me wrong. Sure. Russell Wilson rings a, but this is even small. I, I don't yeah. I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know how he's going to get that ball over these. You know what I mean? Is and that offensive line, not great for it's, them. It's tough. And you brought up online social media. Someone else that hasn't had a great moment on social media is the Celtics' Jalen Brown. And basically, he was thirsty. And some, <laughs> uh, it was actually on Instagram. Some Instagram model posted a picture and he just posted, sheesh, you know, mm-hmm. shooting his shot. Here comes the trolls. Laughing, my LMAO, let me do like that. Mm-hmm. Blank, you shooting the right, wrong type of shots right now. Kyrie leaving, go shoot some shots in the gym, or you're going to miss the playoffs next year. And, uh, and it ensued a bunch of people right after that. Jalen takes back to says, I just left the gym, you bum. <laughs> Send me your girl IG. We got to keep these guys. That goes to show you, though, they read it. Whether they yeah. respond or not, it's the curiosity kills the cat. Yeah. And they're going to come after you. You know, I'm, I'm fine with that. And if you're that thirsty, why do it on public where everybody could see, right? Like, don't you figure you hit her on the, well, I guess maybe the DMs aren't open. Right. Uh, but you don't need to do this publicly. Sheesh. That's all he put. Yeah. I mean, I have the same reaction. Sheesh. <laughs> This happens all that we we hear this we've we've seen it with some Houston players that have that have liked some uh, Twitter accounts and some Instagram accounts some guys that are married liking some scandalous looking photos and it's funny that that makes the news how dumb is that that you know it makes the news if somebody likes something on Twitter or Instagram you know that's what I mean? the world we live yeah. in you live, more people live in that world than actually yeah. the the real universe when they come out and that's why you get a lot of people that are insane comments on this computer and when they get out of there they're a totally different person of course sometimes they literally are a totally different they don't person. even look the same <laughs> right catfishing's a real thing man <laughs> hey, that's basically what Kingsbury's doing he's catfishing his players he's like it's an automatic follow if it's a cute girl that reaches out to him every time that's uh that's tricky there but imagine how many other people do this one thing that i know that we can guarantee this last segment is a little bit more money a few more picks a few more laughs a few more drinks get them ready father's day sunday let's turn up you listen to money line espn 97.5 Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN975.com. Live from the ESPN 975 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Yeah. 
Welcome back to Moneyline. Last segment. 713-780-3776-1146 in the morning on a beautiful, beautiful Sunday. Father's Day. Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Randy. A little shout out right there. Shout out. Carlson, you want to give your dad a, a shout out? Hey, Pops, we're getting dinner tonight. Can't wait for it. There you go. And as for mine, wherever you are, Pops, I love you. Viva Colombia. Now, let's jump into Jalen Ramsey, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I would love to have him. Yeah, who wouldn't? I would love to have him. I don't know what the ultimate plan is for Jacksonville, but that's not a guy that you, I want to mess with him. Like He seems like a guy he'll write it down, contract negotiations. He'll play that game too. Mm-hmm. And this week, he was recorded on a phone call, and this is what it sounded like. Next year, especially after I ball, they gonna come to me. Hey, you know, hey, we wanna we wanna holler at you. Nah, 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 nah. All right. That number gonna be so ungodly. I'm gonna just ungodly. <laughs> that number gonna be so ungodly, they gonna just look They're gonna have a little bit they're gonna have a little bit for me. That's all I need to know. They gonna say, Oh, oh god. We can't get a little discount with twenty percent off. See, last year I'm gonna tell them last year y'all could have got that discount. Right. This year, mm-mm. right. Last I need last, all that. Last year was a bad season for us, you know. Anybody, really, really, anybody could have got a discount. That's what I'm saying. They could have got a little discount this year, maybe. It's a little, it's a little sample though. It's a little. So you so saying it's up this year? That is fantastic. He's going to break the bank. No he, doubt about it. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. what do you think Jacksonville's playing about? Why didn't they give him the money and they could have got a deal according to him? It's got to be something with – it can't be his play on the field, right? He's a great player. There have been some accusations that he kind of you know took a few plays off here or there, but he's a fantastic corner. He's young. He's He's been – He's been incredible since he came in the league. He, he immediately stepped on the field. It was one of the best corners in the league. So he's going to command a lot of money. You said he was talking to Leonard Fournette right there, right? So these are two of the guys that we've heard they're kind of worried about personality-wise. You know, we saw Fournette get suspended and, you know, him have some issues. And they got some guys out of there like Yeldon. You know, he took off. Carlos Hyde took mm-hmm. off. You know, there was – in that whole running back group – you know, you wonder maybe if those guys were kind of bad influences on Leonard Fournette, or at least that's how Tom Coughlin perceived it. And then with Jalen Ramsey, I mean, we know he's outspoken. You just heard it in the audio. He can be, he can be a lot to deal with. So I think it's got to be personal stuff, you know, with him and Coughlin. And, and let's face it, if you're Jalen Ramsey, you know, I, I know he's a Florida kid. He went to Florida State. But it's not like playing for the Jaguars is the most sexy team on the planet, you know. But that defense was, was scary. Remember? They were. Few, two years ago, that defense was – that's who you – Saxonville. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think what hurt him is that they picked up the fifth-year option on him off that rookie deal, but then he was saying, why not give me my deal now? I'm 24 years old right now. Like, let's do this. Or, or then he was 23, you know, when, and now he's 24. And he wants that deal. Why can't he get the deal instead of just picking up the fifth-year option on my rookie deal? Well, it's the same thing with the Texans here, right? Like, why hasn't Clowney gotten a long-term deal? But you're a Clowney guy, right? Do you want him to sign him? I keep going back and forth on this, you know? But if there was a great opportunity to trade him for good value, 
I, I would definitely be curious, you know, like the Frank Clark trade. If they would have gotten something like that, I probably would have. Yeah, yeah I, I would have been okay with that. I think that would make a lot of sense. But there's also the the argument on the other side: pay him now when he's younger, and you're going to be paying him such a high cap number that you know it might make sense to go ahead and get that long term deal. But that's the thing: we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't we don't we don't know all that stuff. There, there's got to be a reason. And I'm hearing Clowney just like Ramsey. He doesn't want to take a discounted deal. They want a top-of-the-market deal. They deserve it, though. Yeah, they, right? they, they do. But a lot of times teams feel like, you know, we're your team. You're going to do us like that? You know, look at Tom Brady. What does he make, like, the 15th most amount of money among quarterbacks? Would he make you know? that all, though? Would he, would he do that, though, if he didn't have all the titles, though? Because at this point, I think he has everything in life. No, he wants to just win, and it doesn't hurt that— his wife is rich. And that's what I'm saying. You know, it does. But I mean, Tom's made a ton of money and endorsements and look, he's still getting like 15 million a year. So he's not, you know, he's not broke, but I think Jalen, he's just going, he's insulted that they didn't lock him up last year. So he's like, all right, you're going to pay for me. If you want me back, you know, you, you pissed him off. I mean, that's what happened. And if you're Jacksonville, this can't be what you like. Uh, something you want to see with your two young guys talking like this. You know, two of your guys that you would love to build around. You know what I mean? Fournette yeah. seems like he's going in the wrong direction through injuries, through throwing punches. Yeah, I mean, he you see he'll throw a punch. Yeah, he got thrown out of that. Was it the Buffalo game when right? Ramsey decided to check out against D Hop that game, and D Hop just ran it to the ground. They he schooled. Him and when you say you saw Ramsey literally checked out that game, he did. That just shows you, like, if you want to cover Hop, you're going to have your hands full. You know, you can't half-ass it. No, you know, and you I thought it was fantastic how yeah. Floyd Allen said it earlier. And, and you know, him being a receiver, you know, he's, he's probably got really great hands, obviously. Sure. And how he, first thing he says, Hop, he's like, man, that guy didn't drop a ball last year. Yeah. You know, you watch him in amazement. To me, and I saw I saw an article not long ago that who that had best hands, and we spoke about we it. We did. Diop. DeAndre Hopkins. You know, in Pro Football Focus just put out their, their rankings, and it came down to Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. They took Hopkins. I would take Hopkins as yeah, well. Yeah, he's, he's got better hands. He scores more touchdowns. So, you know, I'm taking DeAndre every day right now. I mean, he's a fantastic player. So... It's interesting, and it, that it, that would be a shame too if if Ramsey does leave the Jags because that's must see football when Jalen Ramsey and DeAndre Hopkins are going at it. You know when they're playing against each other one on one, that is fun stuff to watch. Two guys at the top of their game going at it. So I'll miss that if he leaves the division. Now I won't miss it as a Texans fan because he's a great player, and I'd rather not my see guys it. have to go up against <laughs> great players, but. It's fun to watch, but it man. seems with Hopkins, man, it brings out the best of Hopkins when he goes up. Oh yeah, he, he, that that's what gets him going. Those prime matchups, that's what he loves. And I love, like you said, those that matchup specifically is something that you you don't. When I watch the Texans play Jacksonville, I don't even watch the ball getting snatched. Yeah. I watch how they go off the line because they're physical and all that hand fighting. Yeah. yeah, and the attitude, and that's just something you you like to see. And like again, I would love to have Ramsey, but there's obviously something going on, and he's got that attitude. And before you sign him to a long-term contract and the kind of money he wants, you better make sure the dots, dots connect. See, that's the deal, right? Because you're going to have to commit big time to him. So teams want to make sure that if they're spending that much money that it's not a mistake. And, you know, with him, it's he's a great player. It's just, you know, he's kind of a 
pain in the butt. You know, at least that's what it seems like. Before we get out of here, let's leave on a good note, on a funny note. You have something good for the people that's here. Yeah, let me, uh, for everybody, maybe you want to get out of work tomorrow. I got you covered. This is how you do it, right? So I, I saw this article here. And what this person basically did is they wanted to get out of work. So they wanted to tell their boss they had a flat tire. So they took a picture of their car and then they dropped it into Photoshop and, and put a, a jack on there. So it looks like they got the, the tire iron and they got the car jacked up and they just Photoshopped it in there. And then they sent that photo to their boss to get out of work for the day. How brilliant is that? How have we not been doing this yet? Or have we? Or have we? No, that's uh, it makes sense, though, because what are you going to say? You know what I mean? Yeah, what a- you got a flat tire. How are you going to get here? You're cool. And then other people started chiming in on, on this article saying like, hey, I, 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 this uh, one person worked at two jobs. So she took her work schedule from the other job, photoshopped it to make it look like they had to work <laughs> a shift that day, send it to their manager to get out of it. And what's funny is, is people started jumping on board with this photo of, of the car that, that got photoshopped with the tire iron and they're like if you want to get out of work for more days and they started photoshopping in like dead bodies like laying around the car like they gotten thrown <laughs> so, yeah it looks like a terrible accident it, it's really funny so you know of course the internet's undefeated so they had a little fun with that people are wild i hope you had fun with us once again a successful show thanks yeah. for always riding with me josh i say it again my partner in grind i really appreciate you always keeping me in line because that's what it takes on a Sunday morning. I hope sure. you're going to get those bets in. Again, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to make you find it in that podcast somewhere. So go back and listen. There's two big bets. We're going to be pounding them. So let's sign off on a Father's Day Sunday for the squad. Hector, Andrew, Josh Jordan, Jerry Bone knows. Peace. So, you want to go out tonight but don't know where to go? Easy fix. Head over to culturemap.com for the latest social happenings going on in the city.